Welcome to Epic Arcade, your weekly gaming show where I try to steal it from Kel. Take it away, boys. Hello, Tachahao, and Apakaba Samoa. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Arcade Podcast where we, your video game best friends, Kelvin, well, that's me, and I'm running solo for this episode, and Afik, who is, again, busy, bring forth the epicest gaming news that's happening this week to keep you up to speed. Well, arcade goers, it's another week, and we are back with more video game news. And this week itself, I'll be talking about the Witcher series, I'll be talking about the Callisto Protocol, I'll be talking about the store is closed, and so much more. So let me invite you into this very exclusive, very epic, very video game best friend club. Insert music here. Did you know that Microsoft loses about $100 to $200 for every Xbox console that they sell? That is about $500 to 1000 ringgit for every console. Phil Spencer came out this week and said, and I quote, So, when somebody goes and buy an Xbox at their local retailer, we're subsidizing that purchase somewhere between $100 and $200, with the exception that we will recoup that investment over time through accessory sales and storefront. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. Every Xbox that you buy the company loses $100 to $200. Well, again, back to the show. Did you hear about the biggest news this week? And of course, I'm talking about the fourth season of The Witcher series. Hot damn, what a mess. The Witcher Netflix Twitter tweeted this, and I quote, It's official. The Witcher is returning for season four, and Henry Cavill will be handing his sword to Liam Hemsworth as the new Geralt of Rivia after season three. Welcome to The Witcher family. Well, Henry Cavill has yet to came out and, and mention any statement as of this recording, but people are speculating that the production of the Witcher series will be clashing with other projects of his, such as his role reprising as Superman. Personally, I think Henry Cavill portrayal of Geralt of Rivia is Geralt of Rivia. Same as how Doug Cockle, who voices Geralt in the Witcher game, same goes as Charles Martinet as Mario, and James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. You you can't just replace someone after three amazing seasons of a show. Hell, Henry Cavill read the books. He played the games. He's a huge fan. And, and it was even reported that he goes into the production meetings to help improve the character on screen. I think what the Witcher series should have done was just bloody postpone the production. Lah, or I don't know, find a better actor. I'm not saying that Liam Hemsworth is not a, not a good actor. I'm just saying that there's other actors out there who can portray Geralt of Rivia on screen a lot better. I don't know if you guys seen this a while back, but Matt Mickelson as Geralt. Hmm? Hmm? But I'm going off topic. Long story short, maybe Liam Hemsworth can, can do it, maybe he can't. And like every other actor who picks up the sword as a new character from video games, from comics, from mangas, from from I don't know, from, from paper to screen, we don't give them credit enough. And maybe I'm not giving Liam Hemsworth enough credit, 
But we won't know until we see him in the upcoming season. But one thing's for sure, for now, he is not my Geralt of Rivia. And as if CDPR already knows the repercussion of the news of Henry Cavill not being uh, Geralt of Rivia in season 4, they did come out this week and remind us of codename Canis Majoris. Well, Canis Majoris will be the Witcher 1 remake. Afik and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago when CDPR released its roadmap for the next decade or so, but this is what CDPR announced, and I quote, We are thrilled to announce that the Witcher remake is being worked on. That's right, the game that started it all is being rebuilt from the ground up in Unreal Engine 5. The game is currently in the early stages of development at the Polish studio Fool's Theory, where veteran Witcher series staff are involved. We, as CD Projekt Red, are providing full creative supervision. First off, knowing that the Witcher remake will be made or remade on Unreal Engine 5 truly gives me hope because I am a huge fan of The Witcher 3. I can admit that I've yet to play The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 2. I have it on Steam. Don't have time to play it. But as a fan that completed The Witcher 3, I really can't wait to see or like re-experience The Witcher on Unreal Engine 5. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be beautiful. And like we mentioned again and again on this podcast, yes, we've been through the year or years at this point of remasters. And we've seen great titles like Resident Evil and Mass Effect. Um, you know, games that just really didn't age well nicely over the years. Um, they had huge graphical improvements, huge gameplay improvements, and they even added a lot of you know minor details within the game that made it feel like you're playing this on the current gen console or PC. But when it comes to remasters, I feel that we've seen too much of it. You know, games such as GTA, games such as Last of Us, Horizon Zero Dawn, Warcraft 3 Reforged. You guys remember that? Yeah. So I feel that The Witcher 1 has not aged nicely throughout the years and having a remastered version of Witcher 1 might bring new fans into the fold, might bring old fans back to the series itself. But whatever it is, one thing's for sure, I'm looking forward to it. If you are, let me know what you think. Moving on to the next news, which is Callisto Project. You don't often hear news about games being banned completely by a country. But that's exactly what happened to Callisto Protocol in Japan. Zero Japan, which stands for Computer Entertainment Rating Organization, has not given the green light for the game's release, and developer Striking Distance Studio has decided to just, you know what, fuck it, they pulled the plug on the release in Japan altogether. That means that the Callisto Protocol will not be released in Japan at all. So uh, there was also a big hoo-ha, it was on Reddit, it was on Facebook, it was on Twitter, and fans and industry reporters have speculated that the game has not been passed due to Zero's strict rules about dismemberment, gore, nudity, and violence. And I think that is fucking funny because coming from a country that allows softcore porn magazines on convenience store shelf, pixelated porn, you boys know what I'm talking about, and tentacles. <laughs> Twitter user Dr. Sarkantoto from Kantan Games 
Incorporation mentioned on his tweet that the Callisto Protocol release is cancelled in Japan. Local ratings agency Zero did not like the level of violence in the game and the de developer refused to comply with their demands. Many people don't know a lot about games that are censored in Japan, uh, such as The Last of Us, Cyberpunk, Uncharted 1, Witcher 3, GTA 5, all were censored because of nudity and violence. So that's that. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm glad to a certain extent that the de developers themselves, uh, Glenn Schofield, if I'm not mistaken, choose to pull the plug completely because it's in its DNA. Gore and violence for Callisto Protocol would be the same for gore and violence in the Dead Space series itself, in my opinion. And for you to, let's just say, censor or just cut it off completely, you just... It's like playing Super Mario without Super Mario itself. It would be just weird as a title. But anyways, I digress. Uh, moving on to the next news that I have for you guys, which is Glenn Schofield, the founder of Striking Distance Studio, which is also the creator of Callisto Protocol, has came out and said that he is already thinking of a sequel for Callisto Protocol. Uh, with an interview with Inverse.com, he mentioned, and I quote, I want to make a sequel. This is a complete game, but there's a lot of ideas, cool ideas we want to do next. I always want to keep making the next big thing. Even after I finish a game, I'm already thinking what's next. Looking at where the success of Dead Space 1 and 2 lies, guys, we don't talk about Dead Space 3 and you know that. It's not a game. It doesn't exist. We don't talk about it. I personally believe that a sequel for Callisto Protocol will definitely be a welcoming one for fans. That is... And that's a huge that is if they did it right with the first title, Callisto Protocol 1. Because the hype, the excitement from fans are already there and I personally can't wait for its release on December 2. Here's another interesting piece of news. The unreleased and upcoming horror title, The Store is Closed, has received a cease and desist letter order from IKEA's lawyer. But before we go there, let me set up the game for you. Here's the back of the box description. The store is closed as a co-op survival set in an infinite furniture store where the lights, when the light goes out, the staff attack. You'll need to craft weapons and build fortifications to survive the night, explore the underground SCP laboratories and build towers to the sky to find a way out. So that is basically the 411 of The Store is Closed. And IKEA's lawyers didn't like it. Frost Zelnick, the lawyer for IKEA, have written to Shaw demanding that he entirely change anything in the game that might remind people of their brand. And I quote, Our clients have learned that you are developing a video game, The Store is Closed, which uses, without our client's authorization, Indikia associated with the famous IKEA store. Well, if you haven't seen the trailer by now, just let me paint you a picture, okay? Because the trailer itself shows you um, basically a setup of it. It's in a furniture department store with a huge yellow and blue sign. Huh? That's clue number one. A Scandinavian name, clue number two. Yellow striped vertical shirts identical to the one IKEA staff wears, clue number three. Furniture, product signage, and environment that is similar to IKEA itself. I mean... I don't know how to feel about this. I uh, I remember reading about an SCP, about how the entire SCP itself, it's an IKEA store. And when you go in, you can never come out or you die or something bad happens to you. And someone actually went out, you know, someone's actually crazy enough to go out and create a game like that. And I would say 
just based on the trailer and the pictures that I've saw, it's a very identical to IKEA. It's it has every essence and elements of the uh, of IKEA itself without the name blatantly stated that this is an IKEA store. But I don't know. I feel like it's an ass move. I feel like it should be. I wouldn't say freedom of speech, but I feel like the creator should have get a hall pass for this because everyone knows about IKEA. Everyone loves IKEA. And to play in a store where, you know, IKEA or the monster itself resembles IKEA would make me actually crave for like, you know, the meatballs, like the furniture itself. And I don't know. I, I think this cease and disease might be them jumping the gun. But what do I know? Right? Personally, I I would play the stories close. It looked like a very nice game, looks like a very fun game. Although Halloween is over, but you know, it's it's <sighs> I don't know. So yeah. That's all the time I have for you guys this week. I know it's a bit of a rushed one, I know it's a bit of a slow one, but it's weird without my partner here, it's weird without Z here, it's weird without Afik here, but I still want to try to bring the interesting news that I found this week just to share it with you guys, right? So again, that's all the time I have for you guys this week. And if you like the stories that I pointed out this week, you can tell me what you think about it. You can tell me about the stories close. You can tell me about Callisto Protocol being banned in Japan. You can tell me about The Witcher. Is Liam Hemsworth your choice when it comes to the portrayal of Carol of Rivia? You can always tell me on our Instagram at EpicArcadePod. Tell us what you think. Tell me what you think. Do you want more solo episode? Do you want me to bring in more friends for the next episode? I would want to hear from you. But anyways, you know the drill by now. Shoot us a DM. Give us a review. Tell us what you think. And I'll see you, maybe, hopefully, perhaps, with more friends next week. up another episode of the Epic Arcade podcast. Epic Arcade is made possible by the Renegade Radio Network and for more Malaysian-made podcasts like this one, check out www.rngdr.com